Alright, what's up True Believers, and welcome to episode 36 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is our long-awaited discussion of the season of Hawkeye that just finished on Disney Plus last month as part of our MCU Rewind series. If you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, please consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit that bell to get notifications for all our new content for all our shows, such as this one, Marvel Monday's Initiative, the Penultimate Game Show, Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching on Twitch and Amazon Prime, you have a free subscription to Prime Gaming, which means you have a free one to give out, and we would love it if you gave that subscription to us. If you've already given it away to someone else you love, or you don't have Amazon Prime, it's totally okay. We get it. Thank you for supporting us anyway. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Eric, and your friendly neighborhood host for the evening. Alongside me today is my normal two co-hosts. First up, he's the master of cinema, the host of Large Popcorn, and just, just a handsome boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Christian Macias. Christian, how are you? I'm doing well. Hello, Florence Pugh. You're shooting your shot, huh? No, dude, I'm trying. Okay. About to bust in through your door in a sec. I respect Respectfully, it. of course. Respect Christian Macias. Come through, okay. Florence. Anyway, yeah. your performance. I have a feeling she's going to be talked about a lot today, and as she should. So, anyway. Our other co-host is, you know him as the director of the Penultimate Conquest, Mr. New Yorker himself. What's going on? Ruben Guerrero. Ruben, how are you? I'm doing all right. You know, really, really tired. Why is that? Uh, turns out, so I, I kind of figured this out before, but it turns out I have sleep apnea and mm, I don't get wow. a good night's sleep at all. So I'm always in the state of exhaustion. Mm. How did you find out you have this? Because I've been feeling very tired, like for the past few weeks. So uh, people have been t telling me for like years now that I'll stop breathing in my sleep, and that's <laughs> the only way. <laughs> that's the only way. I, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. That is. Do you sleep on your back or your side? I sleep on both my back and my stomach. I would highly recommend start sleeping on your side. I can't sleep. I'm not a side sleeper. It's just a recommendation. I'll try, I'll try it. I'll try it. It's much better. It's much better for airflow. I just I sleep on my side. I just got to lose weight. I just got to be stop. That's always what it comes yeah. down to, Ruben. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fat guy. What Real life is so trippy, dude. Right. Just these conversations you have to have about sleep and, I don't know, going to the dentist. I, I don't know. <laughs> Please, I also on. need to go to the dentist. <laughs> I know my wisdom teeth is coming in. There's a wow. chance I can get my mouth partially paralyzed if I take them out. But Jesus I have to Christ. Do it I know. That's what I'm saying. Real life is trippy. I went so, to the dentist. I'm sorry, Eric. Well, now. Oh, no, no. You're good. Like, people I, like it when we talk to each other. I, I went think. to the dentist oh. like two years ago. And I, it was a brand new dentist. My parents had just started going to him. And they were like, you should go to him. He's really good. They didn't get charged for cavities. So I was like, okay, cool. I don't need. I mean, I don't need to bring cash because. Like, it's under the insurance. I'm good. Man, the man goes, uh, checks my teeth. He's like, you have two cavities. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I also wanted you to check to see if you can pull out my molar, uh, my wisdom teeth, because they're hurting me a little bit. 
The man had right. the audacity to say, "No, uh, that's okay. They're actually look. They they actually are like coming out straight, like the regular teeth do. So it's best if we just leave them there." And I'm like, "What? They're yeah. killing me. They're chewing up my gums. Why are you like just just take them out? You know? What an asshole! Man, what an asshole! Dentist man." <laughs> Uh, we got a little bit of housekeeping to go through here right now. Uh, our schedule for this month should be on the website now. Ruben, is that confirmed? Yes. Yeah, so go to the website, penultimateconquest.com uh, slash stream if you want to see our streaming schedule uh, for all our shows. Um, so coming up tomorrow, we are talking about the first three episodes of Peacemaker that dropped on HBO Max. I, I haven't started yet. I'm about to watch the first episode when I'm done here. I hear very good things about the show. James Gunn, I don't think, makes bad products. So um, I'm excited to watch that. I'm just excited for John Cena. I like John Cena and everything he's in. He actually was one oh, of the he's in, the, he's in that show? Yeah. He's... How is that possible? You can't see him. He's one of the best parts of um, Fast and the Furious, F9. Oh I'll stand by God. that. Honestly, I I know this is like a really off-topic thing to say, but I much prefer John Cena acting than The Rock. I because we talked about this because yeah, Christian and I will talk about this. Uh, you can put Dave Bautista in any Rock role, but you can't put Rock in any Dave Bautista role. Oh like hell, that's no. right. That is right. Not Eric. At all. I, I that's think, impossible. I think like The Rock. I've talked about this. I the think Rock The Rock is one of the best entertainers out there. Like the dude is charismatic. I like watching him what he does. Not the best actor. I don't like. But him. hey, it's fine. Like John Cena and Batista, though, it's wild that they are some of the best actors out there. But you know, wrestlers have to act every week, so it's not that not that crazy to think about. And also, we are still going through our Attack on Titan. Nope. Uh, review. We are not because no, the we are. Titans we are. have attacked and it's done. The show is oh, over. Yeah. Oh man, uh, no. We were supposed to talk about Attack on Titan uh, episode seventy six last week, but um, you know things happen, so we have to push it to this week. So we'll be talking episode th- uh, seventy six and seventy seven this week on set sa- on Thursday. Sorry. Yeah, tune in Thursday. Is it going to be cross media or is it an anime nation? That's an anime nation, man. I'm switching it to anime nation now. To talk about sto- Attack on Titan. He just stole it from me. He was like, you know what? Right. This is mine now. Well, I mean, it is anime. Yeah, but like, so this it, was a, I mean, it makes a, sense. This was a cross media. Are you not going to be on the show though? I, I'm not because I'm taking my classes Thursday. Oh, that's right. Wow. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, so it's just going to. Are be you even watching Attack on Titan then, or are you just? <laughs> uh, yeah, I am oh, watching okay. Attack on Titan. How dare you, sir? So anyway, Attack on Titan is in its final thing ever. So yeah, tune in Thursday and watch that. <laughs> uh, are we doing anything Wednesday? We doing anything Wednesday? For no, them? since we did the the uh, the fantasy league draft yesterday, we're gonna take mm-hmm. off Wednesday. All right, that I sounds good. Mm. What do you got to pack for? I'm moving, finally. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't know if you were going on another trip, something of that nature. Another trip? I've never been on a trip. What? You've never been on a trip? Yeah. You, you ever st- been on vacation to go anywhere? You don't understand, Eric. I am broke as. 
possible, as as broke as possible. Okay. So in the entire twenty seven years you've no, lived on I, this planet, I, no, you haven't. That's not true. I've been to uh, a few places. I've been to Maine. I've been to Florida, and I've been to. Why is Maine above Florida on that list there? Because it's the only thing in Florida that you uh, there's only ever to do in Florida is drugs and Disneyland and. I'm sorry, that sounds like the perfect combination. I don't do drugs. First off, off, Ruben, it's Walt Disney World. If you're going to come into this dojo, you respect the mouse. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I'm just like, I'm not a theme parks guy. You know, like, I don't like roller coasters. Oh, my God. I got to bring you to a theme park with me, man. I I don't like roller coasters. I'm sorry. Theme parks are my favorite things on the planet. Um, Shout out to Sam Fashion in chat. First time chatter. Hey. Welcome. What did you think sorry. of Hawkeye? Let us know. Yeah, sorry I called you out, Sam. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so before we get into our talk of Hawkeye, let's get into a little Marvel news for the week. Not a lot, really. Spider-Man continues to be awesome. Uh, right now, it's number eight uh, still on the all-time list. It's about 30 million behind The Lion King, so... Maybe with the rest of its worldwide total, it can pass Lion King. Uh, I think number seven is probably where it's going to stay. Can but you yeah. believe that Scream finally took it off of the number one? I believe movie? that. That's insane. I can believe that. Scream? Yeah. Scream's a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, you guys maybe see? in the mid-90s. Oh, okay, come on. That movie's like doing very well right now. That's what I'm saying. It's very surprising. Like, people it's like slasher doing well. films, man. I just, okay. Right. Yeah, it's Ghostface. Like Hugo said, it's a big IP. Scream's one of those iconic horror franchises. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, they just finished. Yeah, what's up, Christian? I have. Oh no, keep going. I'll bring it up after. Uh, talked about this. Um, I think. Uh, recently, but uh, been a lot of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness uh, rumors going around. The big one is that John Krasinski is going to be playing Reed Richards in some way, shape, or form. And that's crazy. That's so, crazy to me. I Are have already, heard... Do we want him as Miss Reed Richards? Yes, what do y'all think? Absolutely. Why not? Sure. Who cares? Absolutely. I think it would be uh, phenomenal, you know? I have also... I do love... Go ahead, Christian. I love the headcanon people have. Like, if John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic and we read Richards, we got to have Emily, uh, Blunt. Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. It yeah. needs to happen. Destroy. That's how that works. Um, I have also heard a lot of stuff going on with, like, Wanda's backstory. And I don't know if we want to talk about that now, but, like, I need it's to all, talk to it's all hearsay. It's all hearsay and speculation. At this this point. is true, but, so like... What you got? What you got? Oh, man. So, you know how in House of M, she, um, like, practically gets rid of all of the mutants? Mutants? Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's thinking of, like, like I've said before, there's no way that we can have the Avengers in the same universe as, as the mutants. It just doesn't make any sense in the MCU, right? So, remember I said because you have the, 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 the robots. Sentinels? Oh. Yeah, the Sentinels. Petaking, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. Um, I lost my chair. Yeah, the Sentinels, like, just tracking down mutants. Like, I just don't see how... 
Captain America is just going to let that shit fly, you know? So the only way that it's possible is if Wanda creates, not creates, let me rephrase, Not it's not creating. She finds a universe where her kids are alive and she stays in that universe with her kids and, of course, Vision. I think that their kids are in hell right now. I also think that their, her kids are in hell. I think her kids are in hell. And so uh, I think definitely she's going to bring up the dark hold with Steven. And I think he's like, you need to stop reading that right now. <laughs> um, I mean, I forget. Were the kids even real? I mean, no, but at the end. That... They were like animals. No, they were real. How dare you say that? And at the end, the post thing, like she hears them. Oh, uh, she's reading the dark man. hold. That's right. So I think maybe they're in, maybe possibly they're in the underworld or something like that. And we'll finally get that. Steve, that, that may be where the conflict between Steven and Wanda is. Like she wants to get her kids back and Steven's like, no, 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 no. Do not do this. Do not do this. That's not a good idea. Um, but it's wild. You know, reshoots just finished a little while ago and ah, crazy. I'm so, I'm so ready for that movie. Oh, oh shit. I heard we were getting characters like uh, like Wesley Snipes was supposedly being in it. There was all the big stuff that Ben Affleck's coming back to do a Daredevil right. cameo. I also um, heard that um, that the guy that did uh, Mr. Fantastic in the first two is coming back. And Griffith? Yeah. That'd be wild. And, um, and of course, obviously, there was another big rumor that Norman Reedus is going to be the new Ghost Rider. Oh, the MCU, I think that'd I be cool. I, like that. I don't know if I like that. So, um, but yeah, that's like I said, this is all rumor speculation at this uh, this point. So, um, also, we're recording this a little early. We're streaming right now. The Moon Knight trailer is going to be dropping in about two hours, I think. I think it's happening during the second quarter of the Los Angeles Rams Arizona Cardinals match, <laughs> uh, the game. And so, there will be a new Moon Knight trailer tonight, and we will the probably match? know when mo- the match. Yes, I said match. Wow, what a football <laughs> during the fan. game. Sorry, unbelievable. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like so real we're, football. We're probably gonna get a Moon Knight release date today, which I'm really excited for. Fingers crossed. Um, so I'm t- really excited for it. Hmm? I want to take a quick second to read Hugo's comment about uh, crossover stuff real quick. What's up? Uh, he said, the only person that should cross over should be Daredevil. He can just look into the camera and say, yeah, I'm in the universe now. Don't think about it. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. I also want to take a minute to say uh, Sam Fashion's uh, hot take. He goes, I am excited for this multiverse stuff to run its course and get back to the less convoluted stories. The further it goes, the more they are going to have same problems same they're gonna have the same problems as rick and morty fan base i hashtag i said what i said and you know what i'm okay with that bring all the fucking multiverse shit fuck it if rick and morty pop up in this multiverse of madness movie i'm okay with it you know i said daredevil i meant deadpool (laughs) oh okay that makes more sense (laughs) yeah okay when you said he looks in the cameras i was like ah okay um so i think like i know i talked about this on uh, mc university was on the show yesterday i hope that with this movie humble break 
I hope with this movie, the fan service and all that stuff serves the characters. Because, like, No Way Home was able to do all of this multiverse stuff, and it still serviced the story of Tom Holland's Peter Parker, and that's why it's so strong. Um, now, granted, there's going to be some stuff in here, because, like, I, I told Mario yesterday, there I hope there's an Evil Dead cameo in this movie somewhere, since Sam Raimi is directing. Ooh. But just, like, have it be, like, 10 seconds for me. That's all I need. Just show me Ash Williams. I'm okay with that. Forget like, that's that. like the fan service. I'm like, ooh, that's fun. But I, I hope it's not just, hey, remember that? Hey, remember that? Hey, remember that? Hey, remember that? Um, I hope it serves, you know, the Doctor Strange Wanda story that we're going to be getting with this. So hmm. I, that's think what I think Bruce Campbell is finally making his appearance as, uh, I was going to say Mephisto. Uh, it's Mysterio from Spider-Man. Uh, I would love that. And fun fact, I actually found out this weekend that Sam Raimi did uh, Kevin Sorbo's Hercules series. And I was just like, whoa, that's that's weird. It's very weird. I did not know hmm. that. Huh. Now you know. Because I'm really excited because this is Sam Raimi's first movie he's done since Oz the Great and Powerful. So I want to see. Oh, my God. Is that what Zach Braff as the monkey? I think so. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So. Sam Raimi is just, God, he's just, it's so weird. Like, he has a style that's unlike anyone else, I think. And I'm, I'm just so excited to see what he, uh, what he does. Um, so, all right. Enough about speculation at this point. It is time to get into the main topic of the show. And that is the first season of Hawkeye. Christian's thumbs upping at something. Ruben's mug. Ah. Uh, was the curb the Kirby enthusiasm mug? Of course it was. Yeah. Mm. Hawkeye. Talked about yesterday. Kirby enthusiasm possibly better than Seinfeld. It's that's not. Called. That's I mean, it right? is, It's good, but it's not that. But, but it's Either not, way, it's, it's like <laughs> comparing apples to oranges. You know. It is now time to talk about Hawkeye. So we had an episode of Marvel Mondays where we reviewed the first two episodes of Hawkeye. But then we moved the schedule around because Spider-Man was coming out. We wanted to get all the Spider-Man stuff in. And then, you know, holidays happen. So we figured before we get to our 2021 uh, Marvel in review, eh, we should probably do an episode focused purely on Hawkeye. So, uh, Ruben, I'm just going to go out and say, what did you think of the season of Hawkeye? Before we get too in-depth into it, give me like your little two-minute review on it and let everyone there will be spoilers like the show has been done for almost a month now we will be talking spoilers so spoiler alert if you have not seen hawkeye yet oh hold on i got it over here give me a sec give me a sec spoilers ahead spoilers ahead anyway um my two minute review Small story, do good. You know, that's all I gotta say. I, I like. I would rather the MCU TV shows instead of trying to like expand the universe and not do it well. Have it do a small story about Hawkeye trying to find the Ronin suit. You know, like don't get me wrong. I love WandaVision and I love Loki. Those expanded the universe fucking tenfold but it's hard to do it in 
a 30 minute TV show, you know? Um, that being said, there were a lot of things in this show that didn't need to be done, you know? We like did, what? We didn't need the LARPing. Boo. Boo. Boo, boo LARPing. Man. Yes, boo, I agree. No, boo boo you, LARPing. Boo your nah. opinion. We didn't boo need the LARPers. Opinion. I'm with I'm with Ruben. That shit sucked. We didn't in need, episode three. Yeah. We didn't need the LARPers. I feel like that was a bit too much extra. Like the guy just took the suit. Uh, you could have had the guy just take the suit from her apartment just because, like, he didn't want people rifling through pe- other people's shit. Like, he didn't want to get in the wrong hands. And then they go back to his apartment to have him make uh Oh, I, I got some cop friends. You know, I got, I got some pretty creative friends. Make them the suit. And you know how they could have done that? You were already bringing in uh, Kingpin. Fucking bring in the guy that made uh, Daredevil suit. To make, you know, the new Hawkeye suits. Did you not like the new Hawkeye suits? I did like the new Hawkeye suits. What I'm saying is we could have cut out the LARPers whole interaction and just had another Daredevil reference. I will say that if they were trying to like build anticipation for the suits, I really would have liked it if they didn't include them in the marketing material or like every single cover when I'm on Disney Plus. Yep. Because they keep ramping it up in like the past two or three episodes, and it's like, well, I can just see them in the suits right here on the web on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, I'm also gonna be real honest. I didn't even realize they were new suits. Like, I knew Kate's was kind of new, but like Hawkeye's, I kept on seeing. Like Christian said, I kept on seeing it in the marketing, so I didn't realize it was new. Yeah. All right, uh, Christian, your two minute take on Hawkeye. Yes. Um. Okay. I'll say that I really like how it started. Uh, in fact, I almost loved it. Like, this was, like, well, the way it started was, like, almost, like, top-tier MCU stuff. Everything that had to do with Jeremy Renner's character uh, dealing with hearing loss, I thought was fantastic. I hated that they almost seemed to, like, abandon it after Episodes 3. Like, that just goes by the wayside. I needed more of that. There's that one scene in Episode 3 where he's talking to uh, his son, and he can't hear anything he's saying, and so... Uh, Haley Steinfeld has to like uh, right, translate. Yeah. Probably the best scene in Hawkeye. Um, so yeah, I really did not like where it ended up. It, it, ended up, it felt like too much MCU. Like here's Act Three, all the action stuff, uh, everything else kind of doesn't matter. Let's all in 45 minutes just wrap up everything, and it seemed kind of messy for me. Um, I will say that I, the six episode arc didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome though. So like it went by pretty quickly. I just felt like they didn't use much of the time efficiently in, in the latter half. Um, uh, the fan service stuff, I think worked for me mostly like anytime Florence Pugh was on screen, I, I loved it. Um, and like, that's okay. If it's just her, Florence Pugh being Florence Pugh, that's enough for me. Uh, the Kingpin stuff without spoiling season three of Daredevil, um, he was not utilized well at all in this show for me. Hated the way his character ended in, in Hawkeye. I thought it was very dumb. Um, it's, Oh, I hate the rumors surrounding uh, how he's supposed to be making his comeback. I think it's whatever. It's the rumor. That's an aside. The rumor is that uh, in between Daredevil season three, which I won't spoil. Um, okay, no, the rumor is that Charlie Cox's Daredevil was snapped. Okay. Um, uh, and then Kingpin managed to find uh, Super Serum, hmm. and oh. he's probably not dead at the end of Hawkeye. 
which is like fine that makes sense in the mcu but it's like if you're gonna do that well he's like already like strong sorry to cut you off like, no yeah but like sorry. in this he was like mcu strong as opposed okay. to the way how strong he is in like the daredevil it felt more grounded in daredevil and this it seemed like more fantastical which is again is okay but i don't know like remember in like the walking den the walking dead when like glenn supposedly dies off screen but he's not actually dead he comes back like a season later this is what that felt like it felt kind of cheap um lastly Haley steinfeld amazing inspiring her as the millennial superhero rocks her being inspired just by this normal dude in 2012 who's like kind of pretty much like saved her just watching him this normal person fight a bunch of aliens amazing this is why i like the mcu so yeah at the end of the day i liked it i liked a lot of elements of it just completely fell flat in the second half for me um i agree and uh with uh what both of you are saying uh with some stuff um i think that this was uh, a really good show um i would probably if i had to rank it put it like right underneath uh whoa, wandavision whoa, 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 whoa. save that for what? tomorrow save that for I next can't... week bro i'm just talking i'm just saying some sentences jeebus either way i like this show um I like the grounded story it takes, and I think I'm going, when I go into it, I much prefer the nine episode, nine 30 minute episode thing of WandaVision, because I, like I talked before, the six episodes, it's really hard, um, because it's able, you're able to clearly see like what works and what doesn't work, because you have to move the plot along so fast, because you only have six episodes to do it in. And some of the stuff definitely fell flat. I think the beginning uh, was really good. Let me just make sure I got my information here correctly. I like the third episode with it was more about Maya. Um, and then the fourth episode uh, is an important episode because you, that's when Elena comes in. And I think that fight. Uh, was really good. Uh, maybe not from like the stunt work and stuff, but like from an emotional point of view, I really liked it. Especially wow, when that uh, Avengers Endgame score hits. Oh, when she's dangling off the building. Yeah, fantastic work right there. Um, but it is it is a bit all over the place in the second half. I will agree with Christian there. Uh, I think that Kingpin's introduction I, it was fun because I mean you know Kingpin is a just a big force in New York City. And so it's hard to do stuff in New York City without the kingpin walking around. Um, it was weird that he's operating out of a uh, tropical restaurant, it looks like. Um, that was a bit strange. I had no problem with uh, his supposedly uh, buff, because Wilson Fisk is not just a big boy. He's a big boy that can move a lot of stuff. So him fighting Kate, I had no problem with, because... That's how the kingpin would move, I think. Um, but it is challenging because some, like I said, the stuff that didn't work really well. The mom, I think, the mom story just falls flat. Um, especially like you know, in the beginning, we have this murderer that kicks off everything for Kate, and at the end, the mom just says, "Oh yeah," and so I had the dude killed and stuff. I'm like, okay, there's that done. We didn't really need to focus on that in the first two episodes. If you're just gonna throw it away like that. Um, but 
I think the character stuff with Kate and Clint is fantastic, and that's why this show works really well, is because those two are excellent. And this is mm -hmm. a new, again, Christmas classic. This will probably be watched every Christmas now in my house. Because um, it's a great Christmas show. I like it. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on I, it. I have one more note you reminded me as you were talking. Mm. First of all, um, Maya Lopez as as Echo. Love to see some more uh, POC representation uh, in the MCU. So uh, applause there. Uh, more applause, I guess, uh, for uh, the use of... I, I would say the attempted use of um, ASL. And I say attempted use because a lot of it was obscured by either camera framing or by other characters just talking instead of actually sh showing the ASL, which I think is cool to, to have it on screen. But there are plenty of other TV shows and movies, I think, that came out in 2021 that did a lot better. Like, the, I can think of Coda. Coda was fantastic. So it's a movie um, that I think really showed off, like, how you can do ASL well in movies, uh, movies like Drive My Car. So um, not to say it's it's bad in, in Hawkeye, mm -hmm. but that, like, um, moving forward, I would love to see um, that be represented just a bit better. Um, hey, but again, like, my love is. Cool. I think... Like with Phase Four, we've definitely seen Marvel is taking the steps, yeah, to be more inclusive. And like sometimes it's journals, yeah, like it's it's taking the steps. And I think like to get where everyone would like to see them to go, they have to take these steps. It's not going to be, um, yeah. So the fact that they're trying, I think that should be commended. And so I mean, there's still a lot more room to grow, and I think. The more they do these films, the more they bring in a bunch of diverse uh, writers, directors, and everything. It's going to get better. I think um, Marvel in about maybe two, three years, probably going to be really different than the Marvel we see now. So um, I like that. Um, Ruben, I just mentioned it earlier in my thing. Do Because you're from New York, obviously. You see what New York is like at Christmas time. How does this series hold up as like a Christmas series? I think it's one of those things where, you know, the, the great debate is Die Hard, a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And it started off as a Christmas movie and it kind of like ends as a Christmas movie, but like the mm -hmm. middle chunk of the show, the only thing that they reference that it's Christmas is, Oh, Clinton has to get home for Christmas. You know, like if you cut the fat out in the middle, out of the middle. Sorry, uh, it 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 would be a good one, I think. You know, I have um, different reaction. I think it's really Christmassy because the crux of the thing is Hawkeye is just trying to get home to his kids. He's just trying to be with his yeah. family during yeah, Christmas yeah. time. So I think that I think is more Christmas than just showing a few trees. It's a reverse everywhere. Home Alone. Yeah. So. Hmm. I think the spirit of family in this is why I think yes. it will be a Christmas classic. I have to agree. You know what? Not, oh. as, as I keep saying it, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a, a very Christmassy thing. Um, you were Shout saying... out to Linda Cardellini. Oh, my God. Linda Cardellini. You just okay, make me smell like butter, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Eric. I didn't really answer your question. Uh, you were saying how, how does it feel like for... New York in Christmas uh, at Christmas time. I just think like because you know like this thing was big thing was it's Christmas time. So yes. does it 
hold up? Like, do you think it'll hold up as a Christmas? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I can. I talked myself into it. Three. Which Iron Man three, I, I, much more I think than just Iron Man three, because Iron Man three was just like, hey, it's set at Christmas time. We don't talk about Iron Man three here on this show, Eric. You know, we like Iron Man three. You rated it the highest of the three Iron Mans. Yeah, yeah. but like it, it was. You were the one that made us. It was only because of the twist. Other, everything else in that movie is meh. You know, Ruben, this you, guy. You based all <laughs> of that on a twist. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We're not. You're not basing it off of. You know what? No, no, no. We're not doing this. It's just the twist. It's just the twist. Anyway, um, uh, before we continue, I do. uh, Hugo put his general take on these shows, and I wanted to uh, reiterate it to you guys in case you didn't read it. Uh, He goes, "My general take on these shows is they would be better served either as two-hour movies where you cut all the fat." cut out all the fat or 10 episode shows where you expand on every story element. The six episode Mm. is a weird middle ground where they feel rushed and padded at the same time. For me, there's still a lot of fun though. And I think he's got something there. You have to look at why daredevil and punisher and maybe Luke cage, I guess I don't really remember the, the reception for Luke Cage, but Jessica Jones, you have to see why those shows were successful. It, it, yes, it's the characters, but it's also that they had, I, if I remember correctly, each season was 13 episodes long. 13. Yeah, but each right. one was like an hour. That's what I'm saying. So, like, 13 episodes had... long, uh, 13 episodes, one hour long each. I think it has it 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 really all depends on the show. So like Hawkeye, I wouldn't say needs thirteen episodes, fifty minutes each. But Loki, WandaVision, and I would probably say uh, Captain uh, sorry Falcon and the Winter Soldier were shows that kind of needed to be the thirteen episode, fifty minute mm. run, just so they can. F- fix all the story elements that we kind of like, uh, is it, you know, like they didn't really work in this because it felt rushed. Um, Hugo says also Karen page. Yeah. Put Karen in everything, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead. Christian. Ruben, you're on something, but I think I would, I would disagree because I think WandaVision like that theme, I think is very present in every single episode, maybe aside from the ending. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say WandaVision might have been a little different, but like at the end where they were talking about all the whole multiverse stuff, like when uh, mm-hmm. Agatha was explaining everything, that was kind of when I wished it wasn't 30 minutes, like it was an hour long. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, continue. Like, I don't, I don't know, because <clears throat> if I had to say, well, like what, like what is, what is Hawkeye about? I, I wouldn't be able to kind of sum that up very easily. Because it's got a lot of moving parts that just kind of go by the wayside towards the end, and even still, like um, like Florence Pugh has an emotional arc that just like comes and goes, like when it should be about like Hawkeye, Hawkeye and and Kate Bishop's like emotional arc. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here, but you can kind of see where I'm getting at. I guess that if, yeah. you goes right. If it took a little bit more time, like to flesh those ideologies out, I think it would have been a lot stronger. Because, I mean, I know we'll get into it, but, like, that's, like, the six-episode structure is the main reason why 
when we talk about Falcon, redo Falcon Winter Soldier next week, like it, it's low on my list. Yeah. Because of that final episode. Yeah. Because everything's rushed in the end there. And so, um, to that, I think this show is mainly about Clint's place in the world. And it kind does of. A great job doing is, that. Yeah, because, you know, he's just coming off of the super, you know, emotional, traumatic experience of losing his family, going through Ronan and stuff. And now he's kind of got his life back together a little bit, but it's pulling him back in. And so, um, and just to see that he still inspires hope in people, even though he's just a guy with a bow and arrow, then he fought against aliens and whatnot. Uh, so, can I just say, because I've heard a lot of smack talk against Jeremy Renner. I understand it. <laughs> I'm on it for the most part. But legit, I will I will ride and I will stand by Jeremy Renner's performance as Hawkeye. Always great. People call him cold and uh, emotionless. I disagree. I think he plays it with extreme restraint uh, as someone who's like been in this like superhero world for so long that this is how he has to be to protect the people who he loves. He has to be this like kind of cold and standoffish person. I think it works so well. And again, when he like starts to break a little bit in episode three, that's probably the best scene we've gotten out of Jeremy Renner in like a long time. Well, I mean, since like Infinity War, I got her Endgame. I would yeah. s I would say that this is what makes me love Hawkeye as a character. Like this show mm -hmm. is brings me. Before I was the guy that was like, oh, it's Hawkeye. Like, what the fuck is he gonna do? Throw some boat? Uh, throw some arrows at somebody? Like, what the? Uh, he's bullshit. But after watching this, like, after seeing Endgame, of course, that whole scene with him and and that, just like, yeah, uh, it fucking kills me every time I I think about it. But this is like building off of that, I guess. I don't know if Christian just said that, but it it works and i'm glad that it works and i'm i'm really hoping that we see jeremy renner more like this as opposed to avengers 1 you know where he was just the guy that was just there i hope this is one of the last things jeremy renner does with the mcu like i think he's in a good place now he literally got what he wanted and that was to be home again yeah and mm -hmm. so if he comes back, I hope it's genuinely just for a uh, Kate Kate calls him for some advice or something like that. Um, or if he's training the Young Avengers. But I, I genuinely think he gets like a kind of a ride off into the sunset with this. He gets to go back home yep. to his family and he's done. So um, Do you know, I that's my hope. is. What did you say, Ruben? No. So, uh, go ahead, Christian. I was oh. going to say that was my hope as well. That we get like one last goodbye for Jeremy Renner, and if it's a lead up to Young Avengers of him like kind of training everyone and handing off the mantle um, to Kate Bishop, and then yeah, I hope he gets his happy ending of, of him going back home because I think I think he deserves it. And like even but, then, like the last line of the the show was just "I got a name for you." Then it cuts to Hawkeye. Hmm. So I think that hopefully there's the passing of the torch right mm -hmm. there. Um, and but yeah, he, he get he gets what he wants. Like he's tired, he's done. He just wants to spend time with his kids. I think, and Linda Cartellini. I mean, who would? Go? Yeah, of course. Um, and he can't hear anymore. Like, let him yeah. go. Yeah, it like he's been a very important part. Even he's been a very important part of the MCU. I think from a humanity standpoint, like being with all these godlike characters. Um, I think Jeremy Renner was important. Oh my God, Travail's right. About what? Uh, that that would be a first. 
Uh, he said he thought his wife <laughs> was an agent. Yes, she was. <laughs> Tony was right. No. Tony was right. What else is new? <laughs> um. So moving on here, because I know we're just we're just talking about stuff we think about the show. We're not going to get into super crazy plot points because you know eh. it's already been done. Really, that's yeah. not that's not why we really do these shows. Um. So l- let's just get to who everyone loves. Let's get to Florence Pew Pew. Um, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what do we think about Yelena coming back with this? Because, you know, obviously at the end of Black Widow, Val gives Yelena, you know, a picture like, Hey, this is the person that killed your sister. And so coming into that, we knew we were going to have the confrontation finally with this show. So Ruben, what are your thoughts on how Yelena was used in this season? I like Yelena better in this TV show than I did in uh, Black Widow. Like wow. here, don't get me wrong. Like she was great in Black Widow, but like her riffing with uh, with Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop is just like phenomenal. Where they're just eating macaroni and cheese. Was it macaroni and cheese? Yeah, and she just takes yeah. the hot sauce and just pours it in there. Oh my god, it it was such a breath of fresh air. You know, and I obviously I love the dynamic between her and Kate. Phenomenal. I I could see that being potentially the new, uh, I guess, Spider-Man and Daredevil duo, you know, for the MCU, as opposed to like in the comics. Like that would be really friend stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like how Black Widow, like how Natasha and Clint were. Yeah, but it's yeah. different. I, I I think it's it's it was right there, Ruben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, but uh, that's I couldn't. Uh, okay, fine, sure, whatever. Um, I I think it could really work if they do like. What, I I don't know what the plan is. Nobody knows what the plan is except for Kevin Feige. Um, whatever they plan on doing with Young Avengers and the Thunderbolts and who the fuck knows, just put Kate and and Elena fighting in a room together, but like with the quick riffs, you know, have them when joke. Elena? While... Oh, what? No, I was just going to say, have them joke while they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. When Elena says to Kate, it's all making me like you. <laughs> that's, you know, that's amazing. It's all Perfection. I want now. Perfection. Them being friends. I want them to be friends. Yep. And I especially love when Kate's like, is trying to, put all the buttons on the elevator and Elena's like, Nope. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was, it's a very good scene. Um, but yeah, I, I think their friendship is one of the highlights of uh, the show. So Christian, tell me about your what? thoughts about Florence Pugh from the show. She, I mean, yeah, like I think she was probably my favorite part of it, to be honest. No, that's not true because Kate Bishop has a lot of moments that shine and like Haley, Haley Seinfeld just rocks in general. It's weird because I I didn't like as actually didn't like as much of the action scenes that she was in like the her and Kate Bishop fighting as they were running didn't work for me because I thought it was just looked kind of weird but I appreciate the attempt because it, I don't know it, I take it back I take it back Eric I'm now thinking about that moment when uh, Yelena jumps out of the building uh, into like this like pose and then like turns around and like shoots her thing to. Uh, point her little grapple point and the camera like slows down and it tilts along with her and now like we're sideways that was based truly an inspired scene that was probably my favorite elena scene but also just when she's talking 
Yeah, she's just she's just so great. So just put give her the big money contract now. Just give her her own show or her own movie. Let's just go ahead, Feige. Give the people what they want. Um, so she actually, Elena is actually in my favorite scene in the whole show. And that's when we finally get the Elena Clint talk. Like, I think mm. that was very good. Um, because I, obviously you could tell Clint's holding back because he knows this is, he knows this is Natasha's sister. He's, and I think that it would pain him to like kind of hurt Natasha in a way with, by hurting Elena. So I, I think them just like having a talk is really nice because obviously what, what are you going to do if the person who you think killed your sister says, Oh, I didn't do it. Like, you're lying. Obviously like the pain and everything in that scene, it was really nice. And especially with him doing the signal and there's like Elena's face reacting to it. Oh, it was, it was very nice. Especially it was just like, I loved her. Yeah, I did too. So it was just, I oh. hated the signal. Ah, oh. that felt the, so weird to me. It did. It also felt weird to me. I like, thought it was just a. I thought it was just like, look, you can trust me, and if you guys read it differently, that's totally fine too. I just would no. I, I just don't understand why Florence P would do what would would even whistle like that, at that moment. Well, I thought that was Clint. Clint did the whistle. Clint. Yeah, it was Clint. Oh, he starts. Yeah, Clint did the whistle. Oh, okay. And mind. she was like, "How? Right. How do you know that?" Like, that makes like, so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Clint is the one who did the whistle because it, I I read it as a hey look, I loved your sister like she talked about you all the time. She was my best friend. Like I could never do that. You know Natasha, she's stubborn. She wanted to do the right thing to save her family. So, um... man, Eric, that totally changed that scene for me. <laughs> the only reason why I didn't like it is just I, I feel like. <sighs> The way we see it at the end of of Black Widow, it's just like that's it. it. It all hope is lost essentially. But this, I don't know how to describe it. This is probably the first time she's heard that in years, though. So it's probably was very triggering for her. Yeah. Okay. Like, cause she hasn't heard this whistle in like eight years. Yeah. Dude, the scene. How could I forget this? The scene when Yelena gets snapped and comes back five years later. Oh, yeah. What an awesome scene, the way that was portrayed. Mm-hmm. I, I was just, what's going on? This person, I just was just, I was just, I went to the bathroom and now you have a kid? What? Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, somebody updated the clip of the snap happening in real time. And it was just mm-hmm. like all, every everybody who was snapped, including like the Spider-Man stuff. The oh my god, it was so fucking emotional. I just wanted to cry. Wow, so goddamn emotional. Ooh, so good. Um, so let's see. We've gone through Elena. We've gone through uh, Clint. All the important stuff. Let's just um, let's talk about the action. I think in actions like with the Hawkeye scene like that. What did you guys think of the action specifically in like the second half of the show? Because I know the third episode we got the big car chase and like the thing on the bridge, which I still think is the best action piece in the whole show, mm-hmm. with the Pym arrow going on the bridge. But what specific? Because like obviously like these shows are all about action because we're in a big action universe. So Christian, what did you think of the action in Hawkeye as a whole? Um, I thought it was fine. It was serviceable. Um. 
I think it was only as strong as the banter that was going. Like for me, when I think about the action scene, particularly that chase scene, what I remember most is um, Haley Steinfeld or Kate Bishop, like having to banter kind of by herself, even though she's trying to talk to Clint because Clint can't hear. And so like the back and forth is, is kind of one-sided and like that just like is entertaining. Uh, and just ends up just for like cool moments because like Jer Clint is just talking to himself, just trying to figure out like what arrows to, to give. And like that, that I thought was awesome. The one I actually really liked was the one beforehand when they're like escaping the warehouse um, and like Clint is having to maneuver and fight Echo. And then she's like smash, like smashes his like uh, hearing. And that, that, that scene I thought was like legit awesome. Ruben, what'd you think? Um, I'm sorry. I was busy doing something. What was the question again? <laughs> question is, what'd you think? What'd you think of the action as a whole for Hawkeye? I mean, it was pretty good. I, I would say, like I said, I still have my gripes with the freaking LARPers, but like all in all, the action from what we got between Kate and uh, um, Clint was pretty pretty well done. Pretty well done, I'd say. Good. Um, so talk about action. Uh, and boy, that red herring of Jack just being just a various uh eccentric millionaire did not see that coming i thought he was generally gonna be a bad guy but nope he's um, just a dude that really I, likes defense I, I did too and then it wasn't until like so i was like oh wait this is probably on purpose they want us to think he's the bad guy and sure enough am i the only person that thinks that her mom killed her dad i didn't think like in the destruction of yeah. the battle yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, she actually murdered him, but, like, she maybe propped up the door so that he couldn't get out. That is a serious accusation, Ruben. The only way, I, I, the only reason why I say it is because, like, in the beginning of the show, they talk about, like, how much debt they're in, and they're going to have to probably sell the town, the, whatever it was, townhouse, no, that's not what it was, the, uh... I know what you mean, yeah, the penthouse? Yeah, yeah the penthouse, the yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, so, like, it was just kind of weird how we don't get back to the money problems up until the end. And that's why it's difficult with this six-episode structure. that You can't really focus on a lot of things. You gotta get the train, you gotta keep the train moving. So, um, you're right. That's just one of the things that just fell through. I okay. think I would have liked to have seen more than that. Um, and, uh, yeah. I think that's okay. I think that's I think that's it. Um, so uh, wrapping up here, Ooh. Um, Echo. Would, yes, Echo. Uh, I think where do we see this part of you know this side of the MCU going forward? Because obviously we have Echo show um, probably going to tie in a lot uh, with Hawkeye. Um, Ruben, where I can tell you. Oh. oh. <laughs> No, Christian. Let's go with Chris. let's start with Christian first. First of all, love to hear that, and that's not a a joke. Uh, love to hear that uh, in Echo, we are getting the showrunners. Someone write someone write a poll. Who ran a poll? I did. <laughs> that's what you were doing. Was, you got to say it. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll uh, rerun it. I'll rerun it. Love to hear that the showrunners of Echo are the writers of Daredevil. 
Uh, I'm on board immediately hearing that. I mean, I was on board beforehand. Uh, love to hear that the rumors are that uh, Charlie Cox will reprise his role as Daredevil in Echo. Cannot wait for that. So mm. naturally, um, a fight between them two, one, I think would be awesome. But then, of course, the eventual team of them two to figure out, um, obviously, what, what I think Echo, where that's going to go is Echo... Um, uh, Maya, like trying to fig- understand, figure out like what happened, what actually happened uh, with the death of her. I think it was her uncle, right? Yeah, her dad. Her dad. Father. Yeah. Was it her dad? Yeah, Kingpin yeah. was her uncle. And then that. Thank you. That's where I'm getting confused. Yeah, with her dad, um, and then going. I think probably going after somebody else that was like probably behind it because I know that guy that was in this. Like, uh, what happened to him at the end? Uh, I, I think Maya yeah. killed him. It just like be. He's dead. I could have swore she killed him. I think so because she was a snitch. She was he was the snitch. He was the reason why her father's dead. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then never mind. Maybe sure. I don't know where this is going to go. I well, honestly don't. I feel like this is her. Yeah, she, inca- she incapacitates him. She did not kill him. That's okay. That that's what I thought. I think and this I, is uh sorry, Eric, go ahead. No. I was going to say and then obviously the gunshot on Wilson at the end is off-screen. So I definitely think Kingpin is still alive and kicking. She misses. Or like purposely misses, you know? I don't think he's like, dead like shoots it like right by his ear, like intimidation, whatnot. Yeah, it's just like I never want to see you again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I give my thoughts, I'm running on a new poll. Was Hawkeye a good MCU show? Let me know. Let me know. Um the show is garbage. <laughs> You never wow. know. You never know. I had to get all, all aspects of everybody's thoughts, you know? Um, I think what we see with uh, Maya is her turning a new leaf, her trying to figure out, like, how to be a good person instead of the leader of the tracksuit boys. No, that's not what it was. Tracksuit guys. We'll, we'll stick with tracksuit that. Tracksuit mafia? There you go. Tracksuit yeah. mafia. Um, she is going to, uh, try to be a better person, you know, make sure that it's definitely going to be very closely related to Kingpin just because obviously he killed her father, you know, so why wouldn't it be? Um, I can see if that's the case that Charlie Cox is coming back as daredevil for this, I could definitely see a team up. Uh, it'd be really exciting for that. I could also see him like kind of mentoring her for a little bit like the way he's blind no that wouldn't work never mind i don't know i was gonna say the way he's blind is kind of like similar to how she's deaf but that's not i know it's not how that works at all yeah well it's not the same but it he, I, not to, it's not to say that like he couldn't heightens her her other teacher senses. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah yeah exactly how to yeah. use her other senses yeah yeah um yeah that's all i got all right um so i will ask reuben's question to you guys was hawkeye a good mcu show reuben it's difficult because there's uh i have two tiers of mcu shows now like i don't know where this falls into i think there's might fall into the third tier you know you said you had two tiers i know but this <laughs> might make a new tier i i might have to make a new tier in the sense of like 
WandaVision and Loki were like world breaking, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a good, it was a good, it was a nice comic relief, you know, a good, a good story that didn't need to have like dramatic. You can say LARPers. I say you could say LARPers. It didn't need to have LARPers. It didn't need to have LARPers, and it also didn't need to have, like, larger percu- uh, repercussions for the MCU as a whole. You know, it was just a small-time story. That's all I needed. Right, Christian, was Hawkeye a good MCU show? I'm going to answer that in a roundabout way. First of all, shout-out to the dog. Second of all, shout-out to the tracksuit guy. Um, th- like... Th- there was that setup joke about how like uh, he oh, wanted yeah. to take his girlfriend to go see Imagine Dragons or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that, that payoff later that I thought was like tremendous. I loved hearing hearing that comeback because that yeah. I think that's probably the funniest joke of the, of the of the show. Also, the the Katniss Everdeen one was pretty funny too. Um, all this to say, Kate Bishop just absolutely rocks, right? Like just seeing her have a conversation with you know the quote unquote bad guys on a human level. No one does it in the MCU. When do they do that? Never. This is like probably the first time that I can think. Maybe Spider Man does it, but this is like the first time they're having like an actual conversation of like Kate trying to help this this bad guy with his relationship. That is truly inspired. All that to say, again, I think it starts off uh, much like a lot of the MCU shows, really good, and then just kind of gets a little messy towards the end. So it ends up being just just fine, like just okay, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I think with all of the shows, I think Loki so far was the only one I think that had like the best ending, the best final episode. Yeah. Um, so hopefully 2022, you know, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, we get better sticks to the landing. Because I think we, we can all see they start really well. And, you know, I think WandaVision is perfect until some faultiness with the last episode. Um, it's, uh. We'll see. We'll see what happens. First year, not bad for a first year of shows, I, I think. Um, a good start. Um, and maybe they can figure out how to make this television thing work. Um, I, think I like your cool. comment, Eric. Oh, sorry. Mm. Go ahead. You had a comment on one of the shows saying like how these TV shows are like the phase one. Mm. And, like, Did I? I want to believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was you. Okay. You were maybe. getting these shows like kind of like to the phase one of MCU TV shows and like you know, not everything is going to work, but like they're only going to gradually get better as they like figure out the TV show format for these. So like, I, I like to believe that. I, I want and, to believe that these shows are going to be like amazing. And we'll see. And because it's going to help a lot because, you know, this allows some characters who are not going to get that much screen time, like to get stuff like I, I didn't, I don't know if we will get an Ironheart movie anytime soon, but we're going to get an Ironheart TV show. And I think that's just as important. Um, so I think, the TV shows can do wonders for the smaller stuff. Like, um, obviously, probably not like Iron Man, uh, Thor stuff, but I think for the smaller characters, like Moon Knight, I think TV shows are perfect. Um, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see if they improve, they get better. Um, yeah, now that's all I really have to say left on Hawkeye. Before, you got one more thing. Yeah, I also have one more. I have one more question. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start before with we get to that. Before we get to that final question, Ruben, I just want to remind everyone: this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, which is why we've partnered up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, 
So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Following the link in the description below lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. I, I, I use Buzzsprout for my own stuff, and it rocks. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Christian, that was fantastic. That Thank was you fantastic. very much. I was trying to say, I was about to say Ruben, what's your question? But then Christian came in, I'm like, oh my God, I'm stuck. How do I get out of this? Um, but anyway, good, good. Go with the ad read, oh my God. Ah, uh, dad brain. Ruben, uh, what's, uh, what's your question? So I have, uh, it's a two-part question. Number one is going to be, Eric, this is for you, I guess, because uh, you probably know more Hawkeye Marvel stuff than me and Christian would know. No offense, Christian. Um, but what would be one, uh, we didn't really get to see any Hawkeye villains in the MCU. What's one Hawkeye villain you'd like to see come into the MCU? Depression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, give me one second. Okay. Y'all talk amongst yourselves real quick. And the part B for that is going to be, uh, do we want to see Kate Bishop as Hawkeye in a movie again? Or do we think she's too, she's still too small time for that? So a TV show would be better. Essentially, I do we get a, a, a Hawkeye season two? Or do we get a movie? I, well, I guess think, I... Go ahead, Eric. Uh, uh, I think TV show right now would be best. Like, give her her own show. Well, she um, has her own or show. She, no, where she is the lead. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like that was the setup for the end of the show. Oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, I, I think that's the, the safe, the best bet for it. Okay. I think will be the show. Um, see how that goes because you know Disney Plus with all its numbers, like it's probably going to be really popular, really well. Like obviously with the way the movie industry is going, I, I don't know if if it's not Spider Man or something like that, how that would be. So I think TV show right now is a good launching point, just from a business point of view. I think TV show is the best way to go. Uh, and to answer your other question, I would. I know he's already been in the MCU with Daredevil. I want to see Clint go, or uh, Clint or Kate go against Bullseye. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I want. Oh yeah, I would love that a lot. That'd be cool. That would be very cool. Okay, Eric Cushion, what were you going to say before? Well, yeah, my my answer, which is also a question, is and no pun intended, is what what's the end game with these characters? Like, what are we building up to? Because if it is going to be Young Avengers, then like, of course, I think having all these young characters that we're introducing in these TV shows uh, come together for some kind of, of, of threat would be awesome. And like, that's when they really rise from small time heroes to Avengers. Like, that's how I envision it. But like, that's not to say that there isn't room for Kate to operate in either someone else's show or to come back for like a season two before any kind of major movie uh like you know partnership with like another hero so i don't know it's hard right and i have one more question i'm sorry i keep thinking of good questions to ask i've got three questions to ask yes i have three questions riddle me this um would you prefer 
the setup of these TV shows, I don't know. You know how Loki had that insanely crazy good ending for uh, the last episode? Like the last episode was just insanely there was a lot for us to take in, but it was a a lot of exposition, but there was also a lot of like things going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you specifically mentioned like the cliffhanger at the end of the cliffhanger, but like all the things that were finally revealed Mm -hmm. at the end of the show, at the end of the show, would you prefer that to happen as a movie instead? So, like, have the TV show and it lead up into the movie where... So, like, for uh, uh, the same example would be Loki when they finally get up to He Who Remains' castle or whatever. Like, the minute they get to the doors, that's a hard cut out and then that's the movie at the end. Uh, You gotta go to theaters to see it? Yes. Oh. Um, Obviously, there would be more at the end, you know, of just more exposition and also like more stuff to include into the movie than just that one episode. Uh, so that goes into like a problem that most people have with the MCU. I think that if you do that, the point of the TV show is to just hype up the next movie or just hype up a movie. Okay. When I think that you could use that finale to, you know, Make the show its own unique thing. And I think even though Loki had some problems, Loki was unique in like its own way. And like WandaVision was unique in its own way. And I think if you take away that and say, oh, now you got to go to the movies to finish it. It's all right, then why didn't you just make another movie? Like just make this the sequel. And I think that you can tell these excellent stories through the TV medium. Um, whereas like we get every week to spend time with Clint and Kate and like, you know, the water cooler stuff with WandaVision like that was it just as important. I think from a story selling point, it's just like the, this is why TV and movies are so different. Like movies are these big giant events. And I think TV, the weekly event in and of itself is just as important as the show. And so I, I think if you take away that last episode or like the season series finale and to make it like now you got to go to the movie theater, see it takes away some of the magic for it. I think. Okay. All right. Interesting. Now, if like, so with Dr. Strange, like everything that happened in WandaVision is going to be important to Dr. Strange. Um, I, I think that's better than just cutting at the penultimate episode and then making the last thing a movie. Okay, interesting. Okay, thank you, for Ruben. Your... I don't think I've ever seen you with glasses off before. I, I know, dude. I, I was thinking the same thing. That was that was kind of sexy. I don't like it. People tell me I look no. better without my glasses. I don't like it. I feel naked without my glasses. Now I'm not even supposed to be why, wearing. Uh... Are you really? supposed to be wearing glasses? I'm not even supposed to be wearing them all the time. But like when I was younger, I lo- lost my first pair of glasses because I kept on taking them off. Uh, I lost it within the first day, and my dad was like, "I'm not buying you another one till next year." So the next year came along, same thing happened. So the third pair of glasses, I was just like, "You know what? I'm just gonna keep them on." <laughs> mm. Like you know, you should. 
Well, no, just get because... one of those like straps that go around your head, and you just take them off, and they hang here. Yeah, but like as a you got to do it, man. As a sixth grader in middle school, I don't know if that's really what you want to be walking around with. No, do this now as a twenty-something year old. Oh well, I mean now it's just I can't. My I've screwed up my vision so bad that I need the glasses on a deal, like a, for everything. Uh, but contacts? Eh, I don't like them. That's too much work. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like putting either. things in my eye. Contacts. Yeah, mm. it's weird. I understand. So you didn't like Dead Space two then? I didn't. See, I didn't play it. It's too oh, scary. God, I gotta play Dead Space two. Fuck. Mm. I didn't play any Wait. of the Dead Spaces. I'm waiting for. Ah, uh, they're really good. I'm waiting it's, for. The, oh, the Dead Space one. Mm. Dead Space one is so good. It's still the scariest game. It's still the best horror game. I'm Dead Space Two is on Game Pass. I should play that. So is well, Dead Space One. It's like, I don't think Resident Evil Four. I think it's much more action adventure than it is horror. Even though it has some horror. Element. Either way, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Resident Evil Four is like the Evil Dead Two. It's got some scary stuff. It's got, got some it. goofy, wacky stuff. Where I think like you know Dead Space One is Evil Dead One. Where like, that is scary. There's no light. There's no fun there. But you get to curb stomp people in Dead Space, and that's why it's the the goat horror games um but anyway we're getting off topic here uh so a horror dr strange multiverse of madness we'll see how that goes um so it is time for plugs ruben what you got we want to tell the people um listen there's a lot going on in my life right now you know like i just got engaged i just told everybody that i'm moving out of my house i have to pack up my whole entire life into boxes just to bring them all the way to jersey come on like jersey come on anyway you're the one who chose to move there i didn't have much i did have a choice but like it's it's you know what i yeah 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 um you told your significant other this or were you the first to know no she knows it's just like it's a compromise you know like i okay. i kind of have to do it because it's what we have to do right now so it is what it is i might not you pick like pizza it. for the you pick pizza for the first year i get it compromise yeah pretty much yeah there you go yeah. i i might not like it but it's what's got to happen it's not a choice of whether or not i like it um but you know i haven't been i, I haven't uploaded pretty much all the shows from last week except for marvel monday's initiative on youtube they're on youtube but i just haven't like done the timestamps. i'm going Where to are do director's it. favorite <laughs> <laughs> no i just had time to do it on monday um so i'm going to be doing that tonight i will probably start with um cross media show and then work my way up uh, through the list um so we'll see I have off on one Wednesday, so it's even better. No shows. I can devote my time to that. Um, so you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at that guy Tuesday. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. When did TED Talks start? Like how long have they been around? Over, I'd say, I like want to say 1990 years. Ooh. That sounds more right, actually. They started. Since 1990, wow! I was wrong. Uh, 1984. It has been held annually since 1990. My apologies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Either way. All right. You're right. Founded in 1984, held annually since 90s to 1990. Yeah, you're right. All right. 
We did it. Christian, what do you want to let the people know? Yes. Please follow me at ISO, Christian. Um, helping Mario with his Tinder right now, so that's fun. Otherwise, uh, I do a, a bi-weekly movie podcast called Large Popcorn. This week's episode goes live where I talk to Mel Felker. Her wow. second ever guest podcast without uh, Aaron Sini by by her side, so that what was, was fun. Her first, uh, simply sassy. Oh, uh, that's not true. Her first was she. Oh, here. we talked. Wow. Yeah, but Aaron was Aaron was Aaron was on the show. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do a weekly gaming podcast with podcast PXN, uh, and then I do stuff here on this channel. Uh, I'm almost done uh, with the next video essay, so that should be up uh, soon. But TBD. What what movie are you and Mel talking about? Ready or not? Ooh. The the comedy horror, the comedy thriller. Yeah. Interesting. That the one with Samara. Samara Weaving is her Samara name. Samara Weaving. Okay. Yeah, and the director just did the new Scream. Okay. Oh, I might watch it then. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Weirdly enough, no, I've seen weird. I've seen Ready or Not. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Ready or Not's on Disney Plus. Yeah, isn't that strange? I rented it on Amazon. Not anyway. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. That's super weird. Hold on, I need to. I need to see. Hold on. Travail. I'm, I'm I'm checking this. Travail told us V good show, so I'm gonna take that as a win. All right. Uh. Searching. Oh, he was Ready. talking about large popcorn. Or... I, knew that. Was t- those, I, I totally knew. Oh, that. I didn't even. I didn't. <laughs> I do not see Ready or Not on Disney Plus. I think he's thinking Check of another again. one. I don't know. No, I swear to God, it, it said it was on Disney Plus. Like I got the thing on Google. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Either way, either way. Um. So yes. Uh. Follow me. Uh. On Twitter at Eric C. Ginn. Um. Let's see what's coming up. Uh, Shout out to Adam Brody. I'm sorry, Adam Brody. Yeah, <laughs> I right? fucking love yeah. Adam Brody. You know what you should watch, Christian? The Kid Detective. It's a very. I've good seen it. Movie. Also, let Eric finish his plug. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so mainly stuff I do is with uh, this channel, uh, Marvel Mondays. Uh, follow me there on Twitter. Um, Let's see, not a lot really going on with me. Um, so next week, you tune in, we'll be doing our 2021 MCU in review, where we talk about our favorite moments of all the TVs and the movies. Um, just just the whole thing in review. Um, so very excited about that one. And then we're going to start going to our fireside chats, which I think we haven't talked about this. Well, we're just going to get people on, or no, we haven't talked about it yet. No, Maybe we us. haven't talked about it. Maybe some guests will bring on anything Marvel you want to talk about. We'll talk with you about it. So if you want to get on the show, DM us, email, get on the website. Whatever you want to do. If you want to be on Marvel Mondays with any of us three. Um, or if you just want Ruben all to yourself. There it is. Preferably all right not there for you. I'm not good with a one-on-one so, interview. <laughs> either way, that's what we got going forward with Marvel Mondays. So... Again, like top of the show, please consider giving us a subscription here on Twitter, which that's what we're on now. Twitter. <laughs> <Go> follow, <laughs> you guys follow on Twitter at the Penultimate Conquest. Go to our website, penultimateconquest.com. See what we got going forward. And with that, we're going to have a good, uh, going to leave. 
So, last thing to say, Excelsior. Excelsior. Dad brain. Excelsior. Dad brain, man. <laughs>